This is the Preschool Pioneers Podcast, and I am your host, Reverend Jeremy Walker. I'd like to thank you for joining us today for another episode. Today on Preschool Pioneers, our title is Through Faith We Understand. Now, for those new to Preschool Pioneers, you can find our website at gcsapprenticeship.com and also at cr101radio.com as well. You can find this episode and more on that website and more about our programs and our information about us. And to go ahead and get started, we chose the title Through Faith We Understand because a lot of people misunderstand this concept. School just got kicked off here in the state of Florida and around the world here in America. And one of the things that is about education is people think it is neutral. People go to school to get knowledge, but they don't consider it to be a place of faith or religion. Just a place where facts live, where teachers, administrators, school boards, they're going to be giving knowledge to children, giving them understanding, but they're not going to be giving them religion, a faith. Somehow this concept is pushed and people really buy into it. I can't believe it. I'm not sure why they buy into it, but they do. That somehow, faith and facts do not have a connection at all. Somehow there's facts on the left, faith on the right, and in our school systems we can only study the facts. And faith, well, it's for home, for church, but not for the schools. I want to start with a verse, Hebrews 11.3. And on Preschool Pioneers, one of the most important things we want to push is that Christians need to become teachers. And more than just teachers, but to start their own Christian schools. So Hebrews 11.3 is where we want to start. Quote, Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. This verse is going to become very apparent and understandable real quick about why education and faith and facts are combined. They're symbiotes of each other. You cannot have a faith that is not uh, interpreting facts, and you can't have facts that do not have a foundation built on or built on faith. Our kids went to school this week. And every day, five days a week, there is a public school system, there are private schools, there are home schools. I was talking to somebody recently about this concept of education, and they kind of framed the discussion where it was government education versus homeschooling. Well, that's not properly understanding the situation. Even if you said it was public schooling versus private schooling versus homeschooling, versus no schooling, you still wouldn't understand the situation properly. The difference is not about education. It's not about 2 plus 2 equals 4. The situation is about beginnings. The question is about faith, morality, humanity, the future. And so education, everything is founded on this concept of faith. See, whenever you, somebody goes to school, like the kids recently went to school, it doesn't matter if it's a public school, 
a private school or a home school. There's a couple things that all knowledge is built on. And knowledge is built on four things uh, as a general rule. Number one, the question about where did everything come from? When your kid goes to school, there are presupposed ideas. There are facts that are taken for granted at the very outset where this school is going to be teaching from a certain perspective. Now, the second question is, why are we here? Another thing that is taken for granted the moment a child goes to the doors of a classroom. Number three, what are we supposed to do? How are we supposed to act? What is it that is our purpose here? And number four, where are we headed in the grand scheme of things? What is humanity's purpose behind where the direction we're going? Now, all these questions are taken for granted, and people don't even ask themselves this question where education is concerned. But they're like, well, we're just going to be teaching the kids math. We're just going to be teaching the kids uh, art or language, spelling. Well, they're not. Everything is founded on these types of questions. Where we came from, why we're here, what we're supposed to do, and where we're headed. All the knowledge you're going to be giving the child, be it math, the ability to write, the ability to uh, understand language and how to write language and things like that, anything in between flows from these four questions. And if you don't understand that, then you don't properly understand the discussion that's really should be had, being had throughout the world. As a parent, as a teacher, this is your foundation. Where did it all come from? I was having this discussion with somebody recently. We had Bible time at our school. We do the creation story. It's the very first story we handle at Bible time at our school. And we do the creation story for a reason because the beginnings is where everything flows from. Where did we come from? And the school systems, all of them, are founded on a belief and a faith about where we came from. They're also going to teach from that perspective. If it is a Christian perspective where God created the world, or it is a evolutionary standpoint, like the public school system, everything came from nothing. Everything came from happenstance. Every single teaching that they have flows from this foundational belief. Why are we here? Now, this is another foundational faith doctrine that flows, everything flows from this. Anything your child will be taught by anybody, public school, private school, home school, it doesn't matter. Everybody is going to have an idea about why we're here, what we're supposed to be doing, how we're supposed to act, and of course, the future. What should the future look like? So we want to go ahead and break this down because Christians should become teachers because we have answers to these questions about where we came from, why we're here, what we're supposed to be doing, and of course, the very important question about the future, where we're headed. Because if you don't understand anything, I want you to understand this. In the realm of education, we are not faced with the dilemma of choosing between faith or over facts. The dilemma is over choosing which faith will be explaining the facts. And if you don't understand that, then you don't understand education at all. You can't understand why a person such as myself 
would say that the governmental school system that we currently have in America is not sufficient for Christians and their children. It's not. It's going to be teaching against everything that they stand for. And it's understood that it is. And people can't allow other people to try to give them this dichotomy of, well, Christians, they believe in faith, but we are science-based. In fact, if you are in this education field at all, this is a clue word that you'll see in the writings and everywhere else. Science-based. Somehow, it's faith-based versus science-based. In fact, there's even designations about that. These are faith-based schools, and other ones are not faith-based. They try to give this dichotomy. Some people are faith-based. Other people are reason-based or science-based or facts-based. And you people, you believe in fairy tales, but we believe in the facts. We believe in science. We believe in the hardcore reality. And you guys are just spinning your own ideas, but not us. So this is important because the concept of science itself is something that, once again, is not being defined properly or understood. Because science is not a tool that can do away with faith. It's simply a tool that is used to investigate, categorize, or utilize facts. Science cannot be at war with faith because faith is the foundation by which all scientific endeavors rest. When we're looking at the world, and that's all science is, you're investigating. Humans are using what they are equipped with, their brains, their ability to reason, their ability to understand, create, all the things in between. And we call that science, or we call that technology, whatever you want to call it. But the ability for humans to investigate, like how dogs and cats don't, but humans do. There's a reason for that. We're made differently. From the evolutionary standpoint, all the animals are happenstance, and that is their belief system. That's how they're going to teach your children. That's how they teach all children. But from us, science is not at war with faith. It's faith that interprets science, and not just for us, for everyone. Because when we investigate the facts, we look at the world, we, we just sit back and say, like for myself, I'm 38. I got here 38 years ago. The world was already in existence. Okay? For every single person that's currently here, we didn't make any of this stuff. We had nothing to do with it. We're just born into existence. All of the children that go to our schools, you know, the public school system, they were just born into a system of creation of the world, and it already operated. So when we utilize science, we're not creators. We're investigators. We check and ask how do things work? How do things operate? What makes things operate a certain way? These are the questions that we're asking ourselves, which science utilizes. But there are limitations to that concept. We can categorize things like these are fish and these are birds, yada, 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 so forth and so on. But we're categorizing things that already exist. But it doesn't answer the question, where did it all come from? Science has a limitation. It cannot, humans, cannot find out where things came from. But you can't. It, it cannot do that. That is a faith concept. In fact, Christianity answers these questions pretty simply, and this is part of what Preschool Pioneers is about. 
I don't want to hammer the drum too much, but people do not understand the concept that science and faith are not at war. Your faith will determine how you utilize what we call science, humans investigating the world itself. And when you hit a roadblock, when you don't understand something, your faith will interpret the rest. Now, here's something that you should know as Christians, if you're listening to this, if you're a Christian teacher, you want to start your own school, you're a parent, Christians have answers to these questions. Now, other people do not. Now, from the Christian's faith, the faith concept we're talking about here, what we believe is this. Number one, where did everything come from? Well, we answer that very simply, Genesis 1.1. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Everything else flowed from that. All the creation story is there. We have the word of God to tell us what happened. I read a great little book, which was called, I believe it was, uh, Doubts Relative to Napoleon Bonaparte. In other words, the whole little pamphlet was considering the concept, how do you know that Napoleon Bonaparte actually existed? Can you prove it? How can you prove it? Oh, there's books about Napoleon Bonaparte. Well, does that matter? Because somebody could have just made it up. We have stories about Jack and the Beanstalk. Does that mean Jack and the Beanstalk existed? Because we have a book with stories in it? People don't understand this concept about how you know something. They want to act like they don't have faith. Yes, we do. We all have faith. Let's take Napoleon Bonaparte. The little pamphlet that we had uh, was really great for pointing out something about how you don't actually know something. Well, I know. No, you don't know. You, you believe. You think. might be true. You trust somebody else. But if you take a history book, you're trusting that the historian is telling you the truth. It's a faith. It's a belief system that what you're being told is true. Now, let's say you're not reading a book, so you're not trusting somebody else. The next question is, is maybe you saw somebody. Maybe you have a friend, a relative, and they know something, so you trust their testimony. They tell you something. Okay, that's one way, but you still have faith in that person. You trust this person to tell you the truth. That's an eyewitness. Another way that you might know something is if you saw something yourself. That's why you would know something. If I saw the sky was blue, I don't have to read a book about the sky being blue. I don't have to trust somebody else that the sky is blue. The sky is blue because I saw it and the sky is blue. Saw it for myself. That's another way you can trust something. Because you can know the sky is blue because I physically saw it myself. Personal experience. Well, who has personal experience about beginnings? No one. I got here 38 years ago. I don't have any personal knowledge about creation or how things got here. I have none. Next question. Do you know somebody who did see things get uh, at the beginning? Does anybody that holds an evolutionary viewpoint... Do any of them know someone that saw the beginning? Well, they don't. Now, the books that we have, are any of those written by any eyewitnesses of any sorts for any reason? Well, no, they're not. So anything that we have about our beginnings has to be built on faith. You can take your little science books and your chemistry sets and try your best, but you can't go back into history. You can't go back and say, I know something took place. You can't say that. No one can. 
There aren't any books. There aren't any eyewitnesses. No one was there. You weren't there. I'm 38 years old. You have to trust someone or something. You have to say, I think something is reasonable. And so for Christians, we say, where did everything come from? Well, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In Hebrews, it says, we understand that things that are made were not made by things that do appear. Our answer is very simple. God made everything. The evolutionist says, everything that is, is all there ever was, and all there ever will be. Things are changing, constantly changing, but nobody made it. It just happened. And when we say, well, where's your proof of that? They will attempt to sound good about how they do things, because I'm not saying people are stupid that have, that believe evolutionary beliefs and concepts. They're not stupid people. They're just people of faith. The problem is they want to act like they're not people of faith. Like they have actual knowledge about the original beginnings of things. When they don't, they just won't admit it. See, Christians are open about it. We're very quick to admit it. In fact, it's what our faith is built on. But their faith, they want to act like is not faith. But as a Christian teacher, this is why you should be a teacher. Because you have to understand they are teaching a faith. It's just not the Christian faith. They would say, in the beginning, nobody created anything. Something happened by accident. Basically, if you wanted to put it in blunt language, the beginnings of all things was a cosmic fart. Lack of a better term. If you would pardon the, the phrase there. But I don't like this idea of evolution. I think it's ridiculous. All things just came into being. So basically, that's it. All the, the chemistry out there, it's all rolling around, all matter and... Uh, all the electrons and all the other stuff in between. And all of a sudden, oh, it all mixes together just the right time, and then there is some form of eruption. Basically, like a cosmic fart. And that's what evolution comes down to. A cosmic fart. That's what it is. So, this is their faith. In the beginning, a cosmic accident took place. But for Christians, we have an answer to our second question. Why are we here? Well, Genesis 1, 27 through 28 says this. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female, created he them. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. We have a very simple answer. The answer is, God tells us that he created it, and he tells us what our purpose is. I made you, God says, I want you to be in charge of everything I gave you. Mankind is special. Mankind has a position of authority above every other creature and creation on the planet. So whenever we have the question, what is more important, human life or animal life, Christians have a simple answer. People are much more important. You can go throughout the Bible and mankind is allowed to eat the animals and the other creatures, but not able to kill or eat mankind. Man is a special creation with a special purpose. We are here to take over and cultivate God's world. We are his husbandmen. We are supposed to be taking care of 
his world for him. And dominion doesn't mean just doing whatever you want. It means taking care of God's world according to God's will and God's commandments. That's why we're here. Now, the evolutionary standpoint, where you're going to be sending kids to these schools, they say you're here as a complete accident. That cosmic fart caused everything to just swirl around in the world, and all this stuff just started happening, and you were completely accidental. You are nothing more than the product of a cosmic fart. In other words, you start to see the difference between Christianity and evolution, and the very base information you're going to be giving these kids. For Christianity, we say humans are important, humans have purpose, humans have value. For the evolutionary standpoint, you have no special standing anywhere in the world. You have no purpose. You're here by accident. And nothing is special about you. You don't have a purpose. And in fact, the fact that you're even on planet Earth is a complete accident. And you have no special position to make any decisions for any part of creation because you're not in charge of it. Humankind has no authority to do anything whatsoever. You and the worms are on the exact same level as far as authority is concerned where evolution is. Christianity says that is not remotely the case. But people pres uh, prefer their faith and they pre prefer to believe and teach that humans are meaningless, purposeless, and worthless. And that's what they're teaching kids. Number three, what are you supposed to do here on planet Earth? You are born, you are raised and grow to consciousness to where we're not infants anymore. And you start to ask yourself that question. Why am I here? What am I supposed to be doing? Christians have an answer for that with our faith. Ecclesiastes 12, 13 through 14. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments. For this is the whole duty of man. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing whether it be good or whether it be evil. So this is what Christians say from our foundational faith standpoint. There is a God. Our job is to fear God. That means to obey Him, keep His commandments. And we are going to be judged. Every little thing that we do is going to be a part of what we have to give an account for. In other words, we have to be mindful to do what is our purpose, to keep God's commandments, to be the authority figures on planet Earth, to take care of God's creation, including other people. And on top of that, everything you do is important. Everything you do, if good or bad, you are going to have to give an account for. Now, if you start to see the difference here between Christianity's faith and the humanistic evolutionary faith, they would say, to hear the conclusion of the whole matter, there is no God. You don't have anything that you have to keep. There are no moral rules at all that you have to keep whatsoever. You can determine for yourself what you want to do. If you want to help people, then help people. If you want to burn everything down to the ground, why not? There is nothing stopping you. There is no moral compunction that is on top of you of any sorts. There is no obligations to you because you are literally the product, the accidental product, of a cosmic fart. So there is no purpose. 
anything you do is permissible when there is no God. And on top of that, there is no one going to hold you accountable ultimately. In other words, if you are stronger, faster, more intelligent, you can get away with anything here and now. We have had mass shootings all throughout America. People want to blame guns. No, it's a lack of morality, lack of purpose, lack of understanding that they will be given, uh, be held accountable for all their actions. Because when kids walk into a school and shoot up their classmates and then turn the guns on themselves, what have they done except lived a consistent lifestyle with what they've been taught from an evolutionary standpoint? The kids from Columbine, which was the first mass shooting that I remember as a kid, before this all began was Columbine. Kids came in, they shut up their school, and when it came time for the authorities to hold them accountable to stop them, they turned the guns on themselves and committed suicide and killed themselves. Why not? From an evolutionary standpoint, why not? Because after all, you are the product of a cosmic fart. You're here for no purpose whatsoever. Somebody's angered you or you just find it fun to extinguish life. And no one is going to hold you accountable when you're done. Just You're going to just flow into the nothingness of the world and no one's going to care. When you're the product of a cosmic fart, who cares which way the wind is blowing? And that's really all you are. Just a product of a cosmic fart. And it doesn't matter which direction you go. Christianity doesn't say that. Number four, I think, is a, also important. Because the question is, where are we headed? Where is humankind headed? Where is our world headed? Not only just where it's been, but where it's going. Well, interestingly enough, the Bible obviously has an answer for that. Hebrews 9, 27 it also goes with Ecclesiastes 12, uh, 14. But Hebrews 9, 27 says, quote, And as it is appointed unto men once to die, but after this, the judgment. This is what we're talking about. This is everything to everybody. You are going to be judged for what you do. You are going to die. It's not a product of accident. In fact, Christianity would say that Dying is not normal. I had that discussion with somebody before, and I mentioned that to him that death is not normal. It is a faulty part of the world, something that we know should not exist. Death should not exist in our world. But it does exist because of the fall of man and his rebellion, which we, as Christians, have an answer for. People of evolution don't have an answer to why people do the things that they do, or what they do for the things that they do. For them, there is no concept of faith. There is no concept of spirit. For them, it is all brute factuality and matter. So in other words, if somebody, what we would consider to be crazy, they would say it's just a chemical imbalance. There's nothing, not a spiritual problem there. They can't answer for why people do evil things. They can't answer for why there's evil in the world. And they can't give a solution for what is going to fix man and what he needs. But it's important that we do these things. Because ending this as we are, uh, one thing I want to point out is that 
All education begins with the fundamental beliefs that stand on their own as facts that don't require proof. In other words, your children are going to be taught in public schools and other educational institutions that evolution is a fact. They're going to toss into their little books, little reasons for why they believe it and all the rest of the stuff, but it's no better than somebody sitting down with the Bible and saying, in the beginning, God. In the beginning, the Big Bang. There's no proof for it. It's just foundational beliefs that don't require proofs that you're just supposed to believe and swallow whole. And they're going to say, well, the evidence suggests this. Well, no, the evidence does not suggest that. The evidence suggests exactly what the Bible says. What we see in the world today is order. What we see in the world today is a world created exactly as the Bible describes. That's what we see. We do not see all the tenets of faith that are pushed by people who believe in evolution. That is unreasonable. See, the concept of evolution is one made by complete madmen. But they are madmen that do have faith in what they believe. And they will push that. You will not change their minds, but they will certainly teach it to your kids. So here with school starting, education, the primary principal thing we have to understand is our starting point is where everything else comes from. By faith, we understand. Understanding does not give you faith. Your faith will give you understanding. And that's something that people understand already. Because how is it that the evolutionist gets his understanding? By building everything on the, his faith in evolution. Whereas I like to say it, the cosmic fart. For Christians, we base our faith on the word of God. And then all the facts are then interpreted by that faith. The evolutionist is not void of faith. Their faith is just different than Christianity. So there is no dilemma between science and faith. The only question is, is whose faith is going to be taught in the schools? Everything your children are going to be taught is based on one of these two principles either the Christian faith or the evolutionist, humanistic faith. So, it is important that Christians become teachers so that children are not lied to and that children will have a proper view of the world. And by faith, they can understand the world they live in. They can understand who they are. They can understand their purpose and how to act. They can understand where they're going. But without that, they are blind, and going to live in a world of pain and not know why they're not succeeding, why they're failing. So Christians do need to become teachers, and hopefully this will give you some form of idea of why it's so important. Now, if you would like to become a Christian teacher, or you'd like to open your own Christian school, we'd like to help you. We have an organization here, our Grace Community Schools Apprenticeship Program here in Southwest Florida, couple ways we can help people. Number one, we do train people to be apprentices with us, to train with us on how to actually become successful Christian school teachers and own your own school. Great program. We also have materials available. If you can't apprentice with us here in Florida, but would like to benefit for, or create a program like ours wherever you live, our materials are also available for purchase at our website, which is GCS Apprenticeship. Dot com. You can visit that website. You can also contact us from there as well. So I'd like to thank everybody for joining me again for Preschool Pioneers. 
And as always, you can find this episode and more on our website. It's going to be at cr101radio.com. So thank you for joining me, and God bless.